Every year, I spend time thinking about what are the technologies going from deceptive to disruptive this year that today's exponential leaders need to be thinking about and actually beginning to work with. And for this coming year, for the next few years, my view is that virtual reality is part of that. And it's gotten different terms, there are different elements of it, virtual world, virtual reality, augmented reality. And really the kickoff was uh, the purchase of Oculus Rift by, uh, by Facebook for a couple of billion dollars. But in addition to that, what we've seen is a number of technologies coming together, infinite computing, very cheap, high resolution cameras, machine learning capabilities, low latency, high bandwidth networks, all of these things are coming together to reinvent the virtual world experience. All the big companies are investing billions of dollars in this industry. Google, Samsung, HTC, Facebook, and recent patent purchases solidify rumors Apple are joining the land grab too. There is good reason this is the next tech gold rush, the next and potentially final medium, as virtual reality has the potential to completely transform every industry. Entertainment, travel, education, journalism, medicine, just to name a few. This episode, we look at virtual and augmented reality and the ways the technology will impact various industries, such as journalism. The deal is that with VR, virtual reality, I can put you on scene in the middle of the story. By putting on these goggles, right, that track wherever you look, you get this whole body sensation, like you're actually, like, there. And the next time you go to test drive a car, you might recognise the salesperson sitting next to you. You're going to go to a virtual showroom and you'll get into a virtual car sitting next to you in the passenger seat will be Elon Musk giving you a personal tour and pitch on the car and we cover off the major innovations that are bringing our wildest imaginations to life and so they put me into a scene of the Grand Canyon and what was extraordinary was that I walked up to the ledge of the Grand Canyon And I'm looking over the ledge, I'm looking around, and I tried with all my might to take a step off the ledge, (laughs) and I couldn't do it. And finally, we take a trip with Joe Rogan and Duncan Trussell, and explore what the possibilities are if the trend of rapid innovation continues. There's going to come a point in time where we will be able to create some sort of a virtual life that is absolutely indistinguishable from the life that you and I are experiencing right now. If that's the case, how do we know we're not already in it? My name is Tommy McCubbin, Advertising Creative Director, Dad and Podcaster, and this is Future Sandwich, the podcast that has a sandwich with people making the future happen today. Welcome to Episode 6, Virtually Reality how the rapid advancement of VR technology is quickly making the lines between what is real and what is virtually real blur beyond recognition. 2016 is being called the year of VR, with the release of technologies that are taking the experience you can get inside the goggles up a notch. Within this space, there are two different streams of technology, augmented reality and virtual reality, or AR and VR. And before we kick off, it's important we clarify what they are and how they differ. So augmented reality is a combination of what we see with your naked eye and a virtual image rendered within or on top of it. AR creates an image that complements what you see and offers a layer of content within the frame of your vision. So imagine your car breaks down in the middle of nowhere and you walk around to the front of the car and pop the bonnet 
and put on your new AR spectacles. As you look over the overheating engine, a tiny camera in the glasses recognises the engine and overlays labels showing what each part of the engine is, and based on the alert it just received from the car's computer, directs you to the radiator and instructs you exactly where to put the water. Remember Google Glass? This was a form of augmented reality, the tiny screen mounted on the glass frame that gave you snippets of content on demand. And Commonwealth Bank's property app, they had a feature where you could hold your phone up in front of any house and it would overlay on your phone's screen what the most recent sale price for the property was. Augmented reality is very cool and has huge potential to make our lives better. But virtual reality allows us to go much deeper and where the rest of episode 6 will focus. I caught up with Martin from Australian-based VR studio Start VR, and we chatted about what VR brings to the table that no technology has ever before. So the magic of VR, look, it really is... If you think of it from watching a film, watching a film on a flat screen, you're always surrounded by the, the room around you, you know, whether it's a cinema or a front room, that kind of thing. So the difference with VR is that you get to actually step through the screen as if it's a, a window into another world and be in the other world. And then what happens from there is, is really limitless at the moment. And that, the first time people try that experience, you'll never, ever, ever forget it. I mean, it's just very compelling. As far as the kind of how much of yourself you bring into that virtual world, that really depends on how many senses you can engage. So if you can... The first thing people want to do is reach out and pick something up. So if you have that ability, uh, it, it engages a different part of the brain and suddenly the VR-ness of it all falls away and you are literally somewhere else. And this is why they actually call this feeling presence. It's tricking the body into believing it's in a physical place. The, the brain cannot tell the difference, and it's very, very memorable. You are creating new memories in another world. For storytellers, this new medium is the great leap forward. It is going beyond the screen, and we are in the early stages of experimentation still. It's still tinkering, but as the tech advances, we are beginning to understand how to create compelling experiences within this space. We are seeing some truly magical things happen. This is Noni Delapena, CEO of Emblematic Group, who is a journalist curious about how VR can elevate how people engage with her stories. You can see her full TED talk in the show notes at futuresandwich.com, but here are the highlights. What if I could present you a story that you would remember with your entire body and not just with your mind? My whole life as a journalist, I've really been compelled to try to make stories that could make a difference and maybe inspire people to care. I've worked in print, I've worked in documentary, I've worked in broadcast, but it really wasn't until I got involved with virtual reality that I started seeing these really intense, authentic reactions from people that really blew my mind. So um, the deal is that with VR, virtual reality, I can put you on scene in the middle of the story. By putting on these goggles, right, that track wherever you look, you get this whole body sensation like you're actually, like, there. And I really wanted to do something about Syrian refugee kids because children have been the worst affected by the Syrian civil war. I sent a team to the border of Iraq to record material at refugee camps, um, basically in an area I wouldn't send a team now, as that's where ISIS is really operating. And then we also recreated a street scene in which a young girl is singing and a bomb goes off. 
Now, when you're in the middle of that scene and you hear those sounds and you see the injured around you, it's an incredibly scary and real feeling. I've had individuals who've been uh, involved in real bombings tell me that um, it evokes the same kind of fear. basic tenets of journalism, they don't really change here, right? We're still following the same principles that we would always. What is different is the sense of being on scene, whether you're watching a guy collapse from hunger or feeling like you're in the middle of a bomb scene. So imagine how powerful this tool becomes when you're lobbying Parliament and you can place the decision makers in the moment where they can get a true shot of empathy in the arm. You'll be much more susceptible to being manipulated, both negatively and positively, because the drama will be dialed right up inside VR. Here is Peter Diamandis from Exponential Wisdom Podcast, a Future Sandwich favourite, talking about how something as simple as buying a car will be taken to the next level. But it's interesting, right, because I'll give you an example of the way this is going to change business. I was having this conversation with somebody. I said, listen, I own a Tesla Model S, and I have a Model X coming in like two weeks. I'm excited to get it. They said, you know, the future is you're going to go to a virtual showroom And you'll get into a virtual car sitting next to you in the passenger seat will be Elon Musk giving you a personal tour and pitch on the car. Mm -hmm. And the best salesman in the company, whether it's Elon or maybe it's Steve Jobs come back to life, will be giving you the pitch. And it's one to infinite Mm -hmm. on that regard. And that's where we're heading in augmented reality or virtual reality. The current technology is going to feel very basic once the next wave of innovation hits. Now I'll hand over to Laura, Future Sandwich's R&D director, who will take us through the top five innovations that are in the pipeline that will help take VR to the next level. Thanks, Tommy. Number five, hand controllers. The more sensors VR allows you to use, the more immersive it gets. The first thing you try and do when you put on a headset is use your hands. With HTC Vive and the future Samsung Rink, you're able to. This allows you to physically engage with elements in the virtual world, opening things up for interactive gaming and utilities. Number four, eye tracking. When we look around, what we focus on is very sharp. Everything outside of focus in our peripheral vision is blurry or low resolution. This model is being replicated in VR using eye tracking technology and allowing the image to render in HD, only where you are focusing meaning you can reduce the processing power required to render a scene by a factor of hundreds. Number three, spatial mapping. Google has a project called Tango, and there is another company called 8i, which is a series of cameras and sensors that will be released in the next generation of mobile devices. These cameras scan the space you're in, the size, the colour, and the scale, including objects and art, with near-perfect accuracy. This allows everyone who has a phone to share their space with anyone, anywhere, anytime. Number two, face tracking. Oculus have released Social VR, 
where you can sit in a virtual cinema and watch Vimeo in real time with friends. As you look next to you, you can see your friends as avatars, a cat, a robot, a cartoon head. Their heads bop up and down, and when they turn to listen to you talk, their avatar heads move with it. It's very cool, but what it's missing is the subtleties of facial expression. The next big innovation will be sensors and cameras that track the movements of your face, smiles, frowns, biting lips, and applies to your avatar in real time in virtual reality. Number 1. 8K Image Resolution We've seen screen resolution increase exponentially over the past decade. We started at 1080 pixels, and now you can walk into a JB and buy a 4K monitor. The next natural level up is 8K, which offers an image so rich that the brain cannot actually distinguish what is real and what's virtual. To give an indication of how epic this is, Peter Diamandis tells of a moment he recently had in VR. I'll give you an example. Recently, I put on one of the technologies we demonstrated at Button360 was a company called Adi. They do capture in three dimensions, and then you can walk around in a virtual world. And it, as you walk, you walk in this virtual world. As you move your head, you move the head in the virtual world and so forth. And so they put me into a scene of the Grand Canyon. And what was extraordinary was that I walked up to the ledge of the Grand Canyon and I'm looking over the ledge. I'm looking around and I tried with all my might to take a step off the ledge (laughs) and I couldn't do it. I had to actually close my eyes and just step forward because it was so real. (laughs) Every fiber, every strand of DNA in my body was saying, do not kill yourself. It was insane. Yeah. So that's where 4K or 8Ks can get us. That's a pretty primal one in the human evolution. You know, I mean, (laughs) do not jump off the tree branch. Yeah. Gravity rules all. The first podcast I ever got into was the Joe Rogan Experience, hosted by none other than Joe Rogan. You may remember him as the host of Fear Factor, and since he's hosted UFC and done a lot of stand up comedy. His podcast is his best work, where he gets interesting people into his studio and the conversation can range from future trends to eating mushrooms. One of his most popular guests is Duncan Trussell, who also has a great podcast called The Duncan Trussell Family Hour. It's brilliant. They're both philosophers, and they talk as much genius as they do drivel. Here is a couple of snippets from the Joe Rogan experience that I think give an inkling into what is possible. It's really hard for the average person who just likes to go on Facebook every now and then and post pictures of their dog with a bow on her head. You know what I mean? Like one day you're going to live in a computer. Like that's going to – it won't be just your photos in a computer. Your mind, your consciousness will live in a computer. Your body will die and you will exist in, in ones and zeros in some sort of a program. Like that to a lot of people that doesn't seem like life. Um, it could get to a point – in our lifetimes where it is indistinguishable from life. And that is, in fact, one of the freakiest ideas that's bandied about today by people far more intelligent than me. This is not my own philosophical stoner ramblings, but the, the concept of living right now in some, some sort of a computer simulation. And this has been discussed ad nauseum amongst physicists and scientists that we're going to come – there's going to come a point in time where we will be able to create some sort of a virtual life that is absolutely indistinguishable from the life that you and I are experiencing right now. If that's the case, how do we know we're not already in it? 
if they can prove that that form, the form of virtual life, is more rewarding, more powerful, more beautiful. I mean, if you went into a virtual life, if you plugged into the Matrix and you were in Avatar and yeah. you were in love with that blue chick yes. and you were just flying around on dragons together, you, yeah. might, you might do it, dude. You might do it. I mean, it might feel amazing. It might feel just wonderful. Right. I mean, okay. So if like, okay, let's imagine, <laughs> let's imagine that we could do this just, but just because we've gotten to the point in history where through some form of analysis, we can scan the human body and tune consciousness in, in a virtual land. Right. But you're still out here. It's just temporarily your consciousness has been transferred into avatar world where you're flying dragons uh, making love to these Amazonian blue-skinned women. Imagine, like, an hour and a half of living in this planet when you knew you had to come back. And you're like, you know, I don't think I'm going to come back. I think I'm just going to stay. <laughs> but, you know, man, I think that uh, that's probably something uh, that we're... we're that's, a, that's a kind of thing we are going to have to deal with. Based on this new VR I've seen, VR addiction is going to be a very very real thing whether we think it's possible or not we can't write off things that we think are impossible my name is tommy mccubbin and this has been another episode of future sandwich episode six virtually reality so many awesome people to thank so laura over to you big thanks to kane and martin from start vr they're doing some really interesting things check out their projects at startvr.co thanks to nani della pena for her ted talk you can find the full talk in the show notes at futuresandwich.com. Peter Diamandis is the man. We couldn't do it without his wisdom. Check out his podcast with Dan Sullivan called Exponential Wisdom and subscribe to his email at peterdiamandis.com. And to Joe Rogan, we are thrilled to finally have had a good reason to have you on the show. Find the Joe Rogan experience on iTunes or visit joerogan.net for more. Duncan Trussell is equally as awesome. Search the Duncan Trussell family house on iTunes to get a dose of his thinking. And to the Future Sandwich team, Matt Thompson for editing this like a boss. Me, Laura, for making sure this shizzle gets done. And last but not least, the one and only Tommy McCubbin. You can find Tommy on Twitter at McCubbin. He always wants to hear your feedback and any ideas for topics or guests for the show. And most of all, you guys, our listeners. If you dig, please share with your friends or rate us on iTunes. You can also find all our social links on futuresandwich.com. And if you want new apps sent directly to your inbox, you can subscribe there also. Thank you and good luck. Good luck.